And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seeing Red. Now that we've returned with everybody on the slate, hey boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca Sulafran. And I'm Marin Illich. Rebecca heard us talking about a topic that she's very passionate about. So she decided to get up, even though she's not feeling well, she decided to get up and talk about this as well. So what Aaron was talking about, just as we pushed pause, was that, um, you know, like, the health industry and the clothes makers, everything's connected. Everything's intertwined. And well, one of the things that you said while we were off mic that I would like for you to, to, to talk about, we'll start with is how our mom went to her physician. And what did the physician tell her? He told her that eating organic food was a waste because there's no proof that it's organic and then your rebuttal was what? But you know he eats organic food. Okay, like, a lot of people that are doctors eat organic food. Right. They have the money to. They do it, you know, right. all natural, organic, whatever. They have companies that they hire that come in. Because the, the FDA doesn't doesn't literally go into each farm. That's just, I guess that's, they, that's too much for them or something. So they hire companies that are certified to do, or like, the USD organic stuff. Uh-huh. And... They could be from Canada. They have like reputable ones because sometimes something will say that it's organic, but it won't say like the USD certified. Right. So that means that it's, it is, they had a company come in, but, but the USD can't confirm that because they're not contracted with the USD. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I've seen things that, that Canada has come, like from Canada, France, that that's where they, <clears throat> they, the company comes in and they go to that farm or <clears throat> that factory and they verify that it's organic. So they're surveyors. Yeah. Okay. Because it has to be verified. You can't just say, oh, this is organic because we want to say it's organic. Right, right. You can't do that. No. You know? If, it, if it, Honestly, if it was up to the FDA, I'd probably believe it wasn't organic because they, they do so much shit. They, like, they let so I much. We, so I'm kind of glad, I'm kinda glad they don't, they're not the ones that like control that, no. you know, what's considered organic or not. Well, and Aaron had said this before you came on mic was the fact that you can physically feel the difference. Yes. Physically, you yeah. feel the difference from eating organic to regular food. But you can see that you can see the difference because yeah. things that are organic are always smaller. Right. Yep. Smaller it's portions. It's natural. Better color. Yeah. For one, you can, it's a it's, it's aesthetically better. They also go cool. bad faster. You can yeah. tell. You can yeah. like with fruit, it doesn't last long because the organic fruit is not dipped in. 27 pesticides and co- coated in freaking plastic <laughs> and wax and you know yeah. and the, the meat is even smaller right yeah. i've seen some chicken legs I'm like that chicken was on steroids man like whoo like freaking turkey leg from uh the chicken yeah <laughs> that's probably been the biggest um because like i said again before you got a mic was you know we all eat organic food here in the household but that's probably one of the biggest changes is because with organic food, smaller size portions, that's probably been the biggest thing. But overall, again, health wise, you, you just feel a better, you do, you feel better. Yeah. I, yeah. I know I feel better. Yeah. I mean, we don't eat every single thing organic because that's really hard, especially when you're not rich, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. But we try to eat as much organic and natural things as we can, things that don't have, like, pesticides or hormones, hormones or antibiotics pumped into them. Right. And I just, honest to God, I hate the way regular milk tastes. I, ever since I became a vegetarian, I was drinking soy milk, and I got used to it. And I never drank regular milk after that. And then, like, when I went to try to drink regular milk, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, horrible. And somebody told me, I, I might have been Julie, I don't remember, that, oh, you should try organic milk. It tastes different, and it really does. Yeah. It tastes better, like. It took me a little while to get used to the taste of organic milk, but I've gotten used to it. I think it tastes better. It has a cleaner taste. It doesn't have that that, that nasty, waxy, that waxy, aftertaste. sour aftertaste. Yeah. Ugh. 
So plus I've seen some nasty videos about regular milk. I'm just like turned off forever. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like uh, Jay and his tacos. He's seen a video about tacos and he'll never touch a taco again. <laughs> I don't know some people. Is. Some people are like that. But what we were talking about is, again is just everything. For example, he was saying that. You know, if you bought a pair of size 38 jeans in 1997 and you went and bought a pair of size 38 jeans today, they would look the same, but they're actually smaller. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all going, just kind of rehash what you just said. Well, and another thing going with that though is, is it's not so much as just everything is, is missized now. Every, every, okay. You go, you can go to Target. Okay. Go to Target. And you can say, okay, you know, for me, example, I'm a size 42, 44. Uh-huh. Right? I'm big waisted. I got a chunky gut, fat thighs. I'm not afraid to uh, say it. <laughs> okay. Um, I can go there, try on something and have it not fit. I can go to Walmart, for example, uh-huh. try on something that was almost the exact same product and it fit. Okay. All closes from big name. Places are smaller. Stores are smaller. On top of that, that goes for plus size also. Yes, really. Yes, they're smaller. They're still like one size smaller than what they say they are. On top of that, though, and this goes this this goes hand in hand with what I was saying earlier. Everything's intertwined with each other. The entertainment industry. Yeah, that's where we left off. The entertainment industry has made everything sexualized. Okay. Right. With that being said. As Rebecca went on, I can't believe this is what was it like two or a year ago or something like that. She seen this picture of some lady post um, some shorts, like some summertime shorts. Oh my god! And she reformed. She single handedly reformed all the children's clothes at Target by herself. Yes, really. She went to Target to buy clothes for her four year old daughter. Uh huh. And she got the boys' clothes and she got the girls' clothes and she put them up together. The boy shorts were three or four inches longer than the girl shorts. Yes, really. And they were bigger. They were two yep. sizes bigger for that same size. They were booty shorts that go up the butt crack type booty shorts. They're horrible. Skin tight shirts, V-neck for little girls that go way down here, and shirts for little girls that like tuck into the waist. Purposely shaped, so really. They have a form yeah, there. they don't sell us. If you go to Target now, they don't sell that stuff anymore. No, everything is baseball shirts and. Well, they have really cute t-shirts. stuff for girls. Well, yeah, yeah, they that's everything. Because I buy a ton of stuff for Zoe at Target because yeah. I love the, the, right. the, the, the designs and characters they have. Like other places don't have that. Well, Pokemon. All just that, because so. it's a girl doesn't need to be sexualized. No, it doesn't. No. It, it, I don't. So I don't understand that. I'm like, why are the sizes? The lady had a fit, and there was a huge like it went viral on the internet, and they changed it because it's true. But that goes that goes back with health. They want people. To believe. To be sick, though. They yeah. want you to be sick. They want you to starve yourself, which can make you sick. Right. Yeah. They want, but they don't want you to be skinny. They want you to be fat so you can be sick. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's. It, I believe that all that stuff goes hand in hand. I really do. Yeah. It's a cycle. It is. People are forever dieting. People are forever going to the gym. People, are, I mean, honestly, if you got down to a, a good weight and you got healthy and you weren't trying to be like a bodybuilder, because obviously if you want to be a bodybuilder, you have to work you out. You have to time. literally. Right. Change but your you, whole entire lifestyle. If you just wanted to be a healthy yeah. person that was active, and you could go to the gym, drop all that weight, and then you could go out in nature and hike or walk or whatever, and you wouldn't yeah. have to pay for that gym membership. Yeah. But they want you to be fat because they want you to constantly be dieting for the rest of your life, and diets don't work. Don't work. Nope. Because if they worked, nobody would be dieting anymore. That's and true. they would have multi-billion dollar industries trying to sell all these dieting Pills, programs programs yeah you know low fat foods are not better for you no really it says low fat i tried i tried because no. mom always yeah. thought that low fat was better but there, it's not it's not better no it literally has 10 calories less that's the only difference and it has a little bit less ingredients but yeah. that's it yeah. only, only 10, 10 calories anything that says low fat or low calorie or whatever it's 10 calories less that's it and a little bit of i think of like a little bit of fat less or something, but fat's good for you. Right. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it's in yogurt or something. Yeah. Or like omega fats or yeah. different things from different, like, well, most of the fats in food aren't that good for you anyways, no, but no, no. a little bit of fat, like from avocados or from fish are good for you. Right. Peanut butter. 
not a lot because if you don't have enough fat and you you develop like gallstones and stuff like that. Yeah. And Boy, if you have too much of shit, it, yeah. <laughs> same thing, you know. Yeah. Because like with Mandy, she had to have her she had huge gallstones. Yeah. But that's because she got that surgery. Right. And it you the, don't need um, the, uh, the bypass, bypass surgery. Yeah. yeah, and you don't get any fat in your system. Uh huh. And it shocks your body sometimes. Not everybody gets gallstones. I get that surgery, but she did. And it's a common thing. Because you stop eating all fats together in your body, you know? Right. But I believe everything goes hand in hand. I think that, I mean, it sound, I sound like a conspiracy theorist, and I'm really not. No. Because I don't believe same, most things people say. That, like That's the same way I feel completely. When and it comes funny, to. We, we, we never talked about this before, but one time in the car, and it was so funny, because like I said, we've never talked about this before. But we both agree on everything that we were telling each other. And yeah, we don't really true. talk about like politics to each other or things like that. But I know that he agrees with me because he goes pretty much goes along with what I like. I want to do like I like to eat mostly organic. I recycle everything. I'm just I'm, I am a hippie. I'll admit it. <laughs> but I'm a modernized hippie. Okay. Yeah. But and I and I don't use like fluoride toothpaste and I don't use regular deodorant because it's, I don't use anything with parabens in it because I believe that that stuff's bad. Yeah, paraben is a is a preservative. Okay? There's different types of parabens, and there's ones that are proven actually not yeah. to be that bad for you. But I stay away from all parabens. Yeah, as, as possible, you know. But the one paraben that, that a lot of people are taking out of their products now, that's the one they, they know is unhealthy. Yeah, it's like they know talc's unhealthy now. Most companies don't use talc at all anymore. No, that's they they take it out of most yeah. makeups. I mean, mm-hmm. some makeups still do like cheaper ones because talc is so cheap to use. Right. It, it's and it's in abundance. Well, I've been saying that for years. I was like, talc is metal. Yeah. yeah, and the woman that died from cancer, her family sued Johnson and Johnson, and she they won. Did they? Yeah, because they she said our mom was like she would put talc on everything. She put it in her hair. She was obsessed with it, like the baby powder. Yeah, and she would constantly use it for everything for her whole life, ever since she was little to an older and a woman, and she got cancer and died from it. And she won. And their, her family after she died won the suit against Johnson and Johnson. That's it for talc and Johnson and Johnson yeah. stuff. They still sell their talcum powder, though. Yeah, yeah really? Do. I believe it's like a warning on it. I don't remember what they did. They've taken a lot of stuff out of a lot of things that they sell. Like a lot of the parabens for their... their because their baby soap is so bad. And their baby lotion is so bad for you. Really? Yeah, it is. It's horrible for you. It's filled with salt. Why would you need to put salt on your body? Right. Yeah. It's it dries, there. First of all, it dries your skin I was going to say, out. it's there naturally. Well, yeah. they, and we'll it, see, a and lot of lotions, uh, people don't realize that a lot of lotions are actually, actually dry you out. So yeah. you keep using the lotion. People are probably like, no, 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 you're just paranoid. It's true. Watch documentaries, watch things, look at data. This are, there's facts behind stuff. I'm saying, like, unless the lotion says it's an emollient, which means it goes into your skin, it penetrates into your skin, into the, the second layer of your skin. And moisturizes. Your skin. Then it's not doing anything for you no. because almost all lotion just sits on top of your skin, especially if yeah. it has mineral oil in it. Really? Because yeah. mineral oil puts a base between the lotion and your skin, and your skin can't breathe. It's not good for you. No. And it just sits there. It doesn't. It's not going in your skin. It's not doing anything. So you're putting more and more lotion on. You're using more and more, and you're never getting a result. Same thing with the. In perfect example of this, same thing with uh, uh, sun lotion. Suntan lotion. No, just. Regular, you know, SPF. Or sunblock, or I mean. Not yeah, sunblock. Um, and this is weird because normally when I use sunblock in the pool, I I get hot in the pool. Like when I'm not actually in the water, I'll get hot and I sweat it off. Okay. Or the It's chlorine. because that sunblock that we that I bought, it has that NeoNurr stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I get I got the Baby Gannics. It's not organic, but it's just a company that's called Baby Gannics because I got yeah. it for the kids and for us because it was spray. And it's not the aerosol spray ones because those are really bad for you. The chemical because you, you're you spraying, you're breathing that crap yeah. in. Right. This is just almost like a little like pump, pump. spray. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I got burnt, of course, but it was because I put my sunblock on myself. I put everybody else's on them, so I probably should have had him put it on me. But it has a thing in it, and it's called Neo Nourish. And it and most sunblock does have mineral oil because that really is the only thing that can pre- that can protect is, against SPF or uh, the ultraviolet rays. Yeah, yeah. To really? get to your skin. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you you really can't in control that. Case, that. It's okay to do that because you're going to be in the water, and that water has chemicals in it anyway. Yeah, so but you're also protecting yourself from, from sun, melanoma, yeah. all the bad things. Yeah. But that stuff works really good. It really did. The baby didn't get burned. Zoe didn't get burned. Aaron didn't get burned. No. And he usually always gets burned. And look at my head. I went out and did two hours of yard work. I went from 1140 to 140. Okay. The top of my head is almost blistered. 
Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. That's a perfect example right there. Because the stuff that's in it, that Neonur stuff, whatever, it's their own company blend. Yeah. It makes it penetrate into your skin. Uh-huh. Like, part of it, not the mineral oil part, but part of it, to for more protection. And it does work. It really does. It's worth $11 at a cost. Really? Is yeah. It, where did you guys go when you put it on the girls? Well, we to went pool. to the pool at uh, State, State Line. Line. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because both of the girls, even though they're Montoya's, well, even they're the, white even the boy, they're whiter yeah, than me. They're all, they're all white. But I was so oh, worried yeah. about the baby because you know she's ten months old. And I'm just like worried about her skin. I'm like, oh god, I don't want her to burn because right, so bad on her skin. I just kept and putting she's it on super her. Super white. And it, yeah, yeah, and it worked. I put a hat on her, of course, because right. I tried to keep the sun yeah. off her. And she fell asleep in the pool, so it must have worked because she didn't get too hot. No. Now with Lily, I can say we always tease, but it's the truth. Lily is our Organic baby. Yeah. Yep. Everything that she has ever consumed has been organic. Except for maybe a few bites here and there of like oh, for yeah. a restaurant or like tonight we gave her some of that rice. It wasn't organic, but right. but she usually eats it only organic because only organic. I think that organic's better in the fact that it doesn't have the pesticides, but also especially for like dairy. Yes. Like obviously, you have she has to be on a special formula diet, and you know that organic formula is too expensive. Right. Like when I have kids, they're going to be on organic formula because I'm going to have like a good job. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure I have a good job because I want them to be on that. Right. Or maybe I'll breastfeed if I can, whatever. But like she's on a special diet, so I'll, she can have organic formula. But other than that, any dairy that she consumes is always organic because I think that's a huge reason why children that are 10 years old, like they're 20 years old these days. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was going to say is is the thing is is I don't want the girls having extra hormones pumped in because Lacey was 10 years old when she started, you know, when she hit her, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Puberty. Puberty. Yeah. You know, and by like 12 years old, she had big boobs. Yeah. Okay. So the likelihood just by genetics that these girls are, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, so I don't want them being eight years old, you know, Hitting their hitting puberty at eight years old with you know gigantic boobs. By well, that's kid. like yeah. with my goddaughter. She lived with us for almost her whole life, and she always ate a lot of like free range or like no antibiotic added type food, uh-huh. organic stuff. Her sisters both hit puberty when they were ten years old. She's twelve years old. She still hasn't hit puberty, and she hardly has any breasts. When her sisters were twelve years old, they had huge breasts already. Yeah. So there's a difference right there. I can see it, you know, and that's in her genetics, and it's not. Sh- it would be in her genetics if you consider that such what we're saying to be fake about hormones. Right. But apparently it must be true because she's not no. developed yet and she's still only 12. I yeah. think it's a, it makes a big difference. I it really does. do. Yeah. It, it Just let them develop when they're supposed to develop. There's no rush. I, I think also hormones have a lot to do with the maturity of uh, like mental maturity. No, I don't think that because I think that that people when they're I mean I think it has something to do with it because Because they see physical change. Change. So they have to mentally so have change. To, yeah. yeah. They yeah. try to be older. Yeah. So I, I believe in that sense. Like yeah. but that's also society and the main mainstream media tells you like it's cool to grow up. It's cool to jump around like a hoochie, you know? Yeah. With booty shorts on and again, tying in with everything we were talking about. Everything's connected. Right. You know, it's it's cool to act like you're twenty one Going out and, and getting drunk and, and you know. But for me, it's sex. weird because I hit puberty so, when I was ten, and I didn't act like that. No, and I've always been more mature for my age in general. Yeah. I always have. Right. But like, I remember being thirteen years old and I didn't play with Barbies. I would get them and I'd like brush their hair and braid it and stuff like that. I would like do their to stuff with their hair because I loved playing with hair. But I wasn't trying to like grow up too soon. Yeah. You know, I still enjoyed kid. I still enjoy kid things to the day. Right. Oh. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to admit it. No. My cousin, oh, we got, did you talk about the whole Pokemon Go thing that makes me want to slap him? Oh, no, no, no. Because no. I know in the pox we talked about how he said that Funkos were for children. We talked about that before. Yeah. Oh, but he plays Pokemon Go, but that's not for children, you know. That's okay. Yeah. I'm like, really? <laughs> slap him. <laughs> Ignorant. All I just say is the people I've seen Pokemon Go, it, it proves to you that there's no age for that kind of stuff. No, no. Because no, even no. mom was shocked. She's seen a guy that was like 50-something years old, and he was eating with his mom at uh, Lacazitas. And he's like, yeah, mom, I caught this and I caught that. My mom's like, what the heck? Oh, yeah. There was there was a, that uh, that guy that had the baseball cap, the big beard, short, toady-looking mm-hmm. guy in line for GameStop. 
He was playing Pokemon Go too, talking about, oh, I caught, you know, Polly There's also a lot of hipsters, though. I just think I'm gonna throw up. I yeah. just can't. You were asleep, but we covered that last episode. Yeah. All the damn hipsters I wanna slap? Yeah, yeah. I just went off on the hipsters for about 30 minutes. And it, they, have, they have to take everything that, that people love, you know? Like Funkos. Some people genuinely love yeah. them, like we were talking about this earlier. I love Funkos, and I love the characters that I got. You know, I, I got them because I love them. Right, yeah. I have some Funkos that I'm not like too, too attached, attached to, to that yeah. I'm willing to sell, you know, but there's some that I, I would never sell because I'm attached. Like my Game of Thrones at hell no. Right. Star Wars, hell no. Those would never be sold. Only in desperate measures. Yeah. If I had to, if I was like going to be homeless, I'd sell them. Other than that, they're not going nowhere. But, and these people are like, this guy was at Hot Topic and he was like, he was had his phone out and he was like getting all the prices for these things. Well, how much can I sell them for? And it was irritating me. I'm like, ugh. That could be a person that really, really wanted that, uh-huh. and, and he's over there selling away. it. When yeah. I got home, there was people selling them those. They're fifteen dollars a piece at Hot Topic and at GameStop and wherever. I think they had them at Barnes and Nobles at different places. They're selling them for like sixty, weren't they? No, fifty. Fifty. He was selling them for fifty dollars. I'm like, already, like, what the heck? Because in bigger cities, people didn't get nothing. No. Because there's a lot of people that that get bunkos. I'm like, that's insane. I read a thing where a guy went into, into New York and and because at Hot Topic they let you get five of each one. Uh huh. He bought eight hundred and fifty dollars worth. Holy shit! He bought five of every single one they had. Yeah. Every one so he could sell resell them. I'm like that just sickens me. Like, now if you want to get one to resell, you know, or you want to get one to trade for something better that you want. Right. Yeah. I don't see nothing wrong with that. When you're getting two and three and four and five. That ruins it. And we were talking. I still about like that. how they re- they re-released that that Zurin third Batman. Did you tell him? No, I didn't. Remember how we were talking about the Zurin third Batman? Zurin R. Zurin R. Sorry, Zurin R. Batman, and it was up to like three hundred something dollars. People were selling it for. Uh huh. Well, Target released it again. Them. Yep. <laughs> so those people who spent like all that money for it, like, damn it. Yeah. For nothing. Yeah. Yep. I mean, there's not going to be that that many, I'm sure, but they have a whole new thing added to the pot now. You know, people can people if they try hard, I think, go out and get them one for ten dollars. Some guy in line, he said that they he found one. Um, he said I, I didn't even know, and it's funny because I forgot about that until I came back and, and I read that online. Um, he said he he actually found one uh, in Hesperia. Oh, I don't know where, because I've been to every single Target, and I looked at every single Target. I drive around looking at these things. I'll go in periodically. Uh, yeah, he said he said he found he found one, and he asked if they had any more, and they only had another one. He got them both. Oh, it's funny, because when I ask, they don't ever tell me. He knows somebody. Yeah, he does. They lie to you. They do. Oh, no. We never got them in. We haven't got the shit Oh, yet. I don't even know about that. I don't even know what that is. I'm yeah. like, sure, and you work twice? Okay. Or they work... Well, now they well, work we'll twice. We'll like somebody's stocking fucking toy section. And like Walgreens or Walmart or or uh, what's Target. that? Uh, wh- wh- what's the Funko Pop? And they got one in their hand. Like, what the hell do you mean? What is that? You have one in your hand. Oh, these things? Try to go down with it. Yeah, and I, we catch on to the game real fast. I'm telling you. Yeah, we we realize that around here people lie and they buy them and they resell them. The workers. The workers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the employees themselves are doing it. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I went to go get uh, Drogon. Remember? Yeah. And he's like, he didn't really want to give it to me, but he did. And he's pretty cool. This guy, the manager of Hot Topic's name is Ziggy. And this is when we first started. He must have had, like, transfers from somewhere, from somewhere else. Because he, when he came to the store, he automatically was a manager. So he had to come from, like, a different store or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm like, they came out with their Drogon. And I'm like, I have to have that Drogon. It was badass. And it had red eyes. And I asked him, and he's like, uh, I got one in the back. Like, <laughs> like I think he was holding it for somebody. But he gave it to me, and I was like, yes, that was the only one they had. Well, right any on. company that sells those things, they they must, Funko must have put a thing out saying you can't hold anything for you anything. You know they do. You, oh, yeah, obviously, but even the I've guy, even been told that he holds things for people, that guy. Yeah. By someone. We've been told before. Yeah. But, and that's cool, okay? But you can't be taking them all for yourself and reselling them. That shit pisses no, me off. Yeah, but they've basically nixed that at Hot Topic because yeah. they come out with so many of their exclusives. Uh-huh. That they're not gonna catch you, no, you know, a hundred dollars anymore like they were in the past. Right. Now the the most that you can usually get is around fifty for them. If there's like a, a rarer one. Yeah. 
But other than that, like... So the older they are, the more expensive they are? Yeah. yeah. There's less and less. And well, less and, and then, like, also they get... Sometimes they get exclusives, like, from different conventions. Like, uh, they had the Iron Throne shipped to the art. It was weird, to our Hot Topic. New York Comic Con. From New York Comic Con. Yeah. They shipped... They gave them some of them. And there was one in there forever. Really? Someone finally bought yeah. it. Like, I found, a, I found a Doctor Who one that was from the last year Comic Con. Yeah. And Those were worth $70. It's worth $70 now, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to collect Funkos now because people have made them so, like, profitable. Yeah. Like, and we covered that the last episode we did was people are only in it for the business model. I know. And it, it's retarded because uh, we were talking about um, the fact that they take away from other people's experiences just so they can get a couple bucks. The fans. They're, yeah. they're taking yeah. away Legitimate from the fans. fans they're ruining their experience. Their, what could be their... I've never been to an actual Comic-Con. The only con that I've ever been to is Anime Vegas. Yeah. I know. So, and or, or, you know, speaking of that, like, the people that go to Con- San Diego Comic-Con, most of the people that buy the tickets, they don't even go. They resell they them for resell them. $500, $1,000. some sanity. It. It's nothing. Nothing in that building is worth that much money. $1,000 a person? Yeah. No. No. Not unless they're going to give you a fucking uh, an Iron Man suit or something. I was laughing because the guy's like, Not yeah. Even that. <laughs> I, like, I went to I went to Comic-Con. There's celebrities everywhere. I'm like, who cares? I just go for the merchandise I want to buy. Yeah. I've We've been to conventions. So I'm, I've been there, done that with the celebrities. They're cool and everything. Most of them are dickheads. But I just, <laughs> I just want to pur- purchase the merchandise. And now they charge so much for autographs. It's like, ugh. There's only one celebrity I really want to meet. And then uh, after that, I could care less. Oh, Kevin Smith? Kevin Smith. Yeah. John Cena! <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet Kevin Smith, too, but, yeah. I, I, There's really nobody that I care. I mean, I would be cool to, like, see, you know, all those hot guys, like, from the, it's like, Marvel movies. <laughs> because they're eye candy. But other than that, I mean, I don't really care. I met Stan Lee, so I'm happy. Yeah. I might yeah. have to shake his hand and get his autograph, so I'm happy about that. I, I'm that, that basically set me for life. I'm like, this is awesome. This is great. Yeah, and you had like a really brief conversation, but you even had to get yeah. talk with him. Yeah, I actually got to talk to him and everything. It was nice. I, can, I can't even imagine that. Hey, Spidey friends! <laughs> hey, you do that good. <laughs> You've never done this Stanley before. You do that good. <laughs> I've never even met the guys. So. And it's funny because it, when, when I met him, I don't know about bets, but when I first met him, because I met him twice yeah. in the same day, um, but when he talked, it literally took a moment for my brain to process that's his voice. That's coming. That's really him. It took yeah. me a minute yeah. to really grasp what was going on. It when, was It's even to this day, I'm just like, I'm all excited talking about it. Cause it was awesome. I was like one of my heroes. I was one of my heroes. Yes. <laughs> and he's a sweet man. He really legitimately, it's not no fake thing. He has a warm, sweet man. He, has, he just has a kindness about him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. There's no airs about him. You can tell that he's very down to earth. He's not stuck up. You know what I'm saying? You can just tell. And we need more people like that in the industry. Yeah. We well, need people like that. That's the problem is, is that he's the last one left. Yeah. There is nobody. You know, he's from a whole different, different era. era. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, after he's gone, there's nobody left like him. No. They're going to incubate his body like they did uh, Disney. Yeah, <laughs> reanimation. But um, jumping back to the whole politics. Oh, yeah. Now, what is your stand on the whole Trump and Clinton thing? Because, and, and I'll lay it out for me, and, and then we can kind of go from there. Again, um, and I, I said this to Aaron at the beginning of the episode. I said the only thing we know about Trump is that he's building a wall and he's going to reform welfare. Clinton, we know nothing. We know absolutely nothing. Well, she's constantly changing. She's constantly uh, changing her views. Like that's why I think Bernie's behind it. I think Bernie's giving her ideas to say. Well, but she's I, everywhere. But she I honestly believe that. Well, I honestly believe that Bernie would have been a better choice for the Democrats. Definitely yeah. for yeah. the Democrats. I can't stand her. And she was. I I could stand her more when she became vice president last time she tried to run. Yeah. She actually had a goal that she said what she was about. Right. Yeah. But everything has changed that she's ever said. Like, I don't understand. Like, anything... Because the people that she didn't have vote for, obviously, are black people, Mexican people, and younger women, yeah. or women in general. Feminists. So she'll say anything to make them people vote for her, whatever they want her to say. Right. I really believe that. 
No, I, 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 I the minorities and women, women shoot once the younger women, but I think a lot, actually, a lot of older women have gone for. And I just, I don't understand. There's she, like he said, there, we don't know what she's about because she keeps changing, changing her views. Everything. Yeah. And now Bernie Sanders is behind her, and people are like, ugh. Yeah. Because like as we know, for Donald Trump, none of the none of the Republicans support him. No. Whatsoever. They've all refused. Really? Yes. yes. They all refused to support he, him. He's too radical. And, and like Bernie and her view were too so different. I wouldn't think that he would support her because you know what I'm saying. Right. I just like you said. I want to know what she's about. I don't. But honestly. Like, Justin's like, oh, you have to say, you know, which one's the lesser of the two evil? Who do you vote? I said, neither. You have to pick one. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't have to pick one because I don't, I'm not going to do something that I don't believe in. Right. Exactly. I believe in neither of them. I'm not going to vote for something that I don't personally believe in. I can't. It's not right. And then when something bad goes wrong or, you know, the country gets worse, man, I voted for that person, you know? Right. What was I thinking? Yep. So I refuse. I refuse to vote. For, there's not. Anything either of them say that... I mean, I'm sure each of them have their own things that are good. Everybody does. Yeah. There's things they want to do that are good. Whether they be true or they're just lies to make people happy, I don't know. But... That's the majority. I don't <laughs> believe... I can't stand by something I don't believe. Donald Trump... And it's not even him that I really can't stand. He's just... He's a, sh- a show, you know? He just wants... I, I think it's he all like... attention. Like, I, was, I always it think up. it's like a, a reality TV series or something. Like, uh-huh. we don't really know what he believes, honestly. Whatever he... he Whatever he tells us believes what he believes, you know? Do you think he's actually running for president? Do you think he really wants to be president? Or well, do you think oh, he- I do, because I watched a thing, and he has... What was that, that interview in 1992? No, it was, whole, it was different ones. It was from the... It started in the 80s. Uh, and it was, it was all the interviews he's ever done, like, up to, like, recently. And he talked about, he's like, you know, I have a lot of good ideas for presidency. And maybe he does. Maybe he's just using all this big crap to get attention. Maybe he really does have some good ideas. I don't know. But... He was talking about, you know, I have this and that. He, and what he was saying in the interviews, is it was like, good ideas. I'm like, wow, you know. But it's nothing that he's been saying lately. Right. You know? So I don't understand that, you know. And none of that is because when they, they find out that there's a certain number of people that have a following, and they're all part of a, a, a certain demographic, they, they jump on that bandwagon. They feed off that energy yeah. and get more support. And I don't know how racist that he really is, if he, if he even is racist. Because I know he has a lot of black people that work for him and his company. Right. But... There's, he has too many followers that are so racist. I can't stand them. I like, I, I read these comments. I'm like, I can't believe that there's this much raci- racism in the United States still. Yeah. It's sickening. It is. I'm like, these people are just for those people alone. I would never vote for him. Just yeah. by the people that follow him, yeah. I would never vote for. And not only that, are they racist? They're intolerant. They're ignorant. They don't even let people. People will go to his rallies and try to hold up a banner, and they'll like attack these people. Yeah, his I've followers. That. That's horrible. I seen that yeah. video. Where the hell is freedom of speech? You know. Yeah. The person's doing something peaceful. They're not doing, hurting anybody. Why? Are, that's why everybody they have bad names. Those people alone, honestly, those people that follow him alone, I would never vote for him. Even if he promised everything in the world that I believed in, because his followers are freaking backwards ass, redneck, racist people. And I couldn't. They're horrible people. I'm like, they are. the things they say are horrible. I'm like, this is like, it's not just like, because you know, there's people that try to be like sly racist. Right. Like they're, you know, they're really racist and they have like these construed views about like quality and that they kind of hide it these people are like oh yeah they're straight out there like just dropping the in bombs and saying horrible things and i'm just like how are, are you even a human being it's terrible yeah it's so when people try to say racist isn't real it is real it, it is really real. is donald trump is, his followers have proven that yep that it is real and that, my question is is why why is it that he breeds that type of of people. Just because he... See, I think it all started out with the whole, like... Immigration. He, he used immigration because he knew a lot of people were unhappy with all the people coming over here from, like... And then, and, but the whole thing is not all people that come from over here are from Mexico. They're exactly. from different countries in South America. So that's that's right there is so stupid, you know? Right. There's lots of people that come over, you know, from over there in South America, not just Mexico or Central America. All over there. They come from other countries, too. Yes, a lot of people are illegal that come from Mexico and those places because it's so close. Yeah. You can't tell me if you put France right next to us or – that's just an example. I'm, I'm not saying people from France want to run from their country. I'm just saying in general. Right. Like, or any other place, Africa right next to us. They're not going to try to get illegal. They would. Right. Yeah. The only reason that people from other countries do it legally is because they can't do it any other way. Yeah. Right. Because they got to come on a boat and do all that crap, you know? But he's an extremist about it. Like, he used that because he knew people were unhappy about it. 
because there's so many minorities coming to the United States and they're taking everybody's jobs and blah, 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 blah. Well, as far as the job wise, and I, I said this to Aaron, there's a job for everything. Yeah, okay? there is. And the American people, they don't think about jobs. They're not interested in jobs. They want careers. Yeah. So there's got to be people to do the job. You know, the, the job that people don't want. I know. And then if, the whole thing is if anybody sees a minority that has a good job, it makes them mad. It shouldn't make you mad. No. I don't believe that it should. No. You know, I mean, sometimes I do get upset because I feel like minorities have a better chance at getting jobs. And it upsets me because it's like, we're born in America. Everybody should, I think everybody should have an equal chance to get a job. And not based on what your race is. Because a lot of companies do hire minorities over any other thing. people that are white. It's yeah. just truth. That is the truth. So that part upsets me. But as far as minorities having a good job, why should you be upset about that? Who cares? They must have worked hard to get that job, you know? Yeah, right. It's not handed to them. I mean, but like you said, it's like people are going to bitch you that they've taken all our jobs or they're going to bitch that they're on welfare. They they can't, you yeah, know, just pick can't. one or the other. No. Right. So what is it? They're taking all our jobs or they're all on welfare because they can't have both. Right. Yeah. You know? But to me, it's not a big deal because we all came here from a different country. Yeah. Well, that and the way I look at it, to be, and again, I'm just being completely honest, as far as the immigrations go, it doesn't hurt our infrastructure or our economy. No, it doesn't. No. It doesn't hurt us at all. If and anything, again, it actually has people spending money. Yeah. Yeah. More money. And again, if, if the, someone wants to go and dig a ditch for $5 an hour, and nobody else wants to do it, let them do it. Let them do it, yeah. On top of that. You think that with all these people coming over here and that, you know, people are bitching about jobs, instead of taking all our money and buying shit from other countries, why don't you open factories here in this country and hire American citizens to make the shit that we buy all the time? No, because it's cheaper over there. Even though it's a, a even though it's not a, a good quality. Right. It's the lowest quality. It's cheap. So, they're, of course, they're going to do that instead of doing it locally. Because yeah. some companies are, lo there's a lot of still local companies. But that would be a good way to, to give jobs to the people, you know? But yeah. they're not going to do that because they want to save that money. See, that would be one thing that I would do is if if you want to buy an export or an import. Or tax it, I think so. Tax the shit tax out of it. Shit. Yeah. 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 Lots of countries do that, actually. Like other countries, uh -huh. if you buy stuff that's exported, they tax the shit out of it. So most yeah. people buy only local stuff, you yeah. know? And that's the way it should be in the United States. But yeah. they're not going to do that because it's all intertwined. Like we said, the rich people are rich, the poor people are poor. And that's the way it's going to be until, you know, somebody comes out one day and says, look at all this shit. And then watch, they'll get shot because they don't want anybody knowing the truth. Yeah. Grandpa Perky, which is Rebecca and I's great grandfather and would be Jaden, Zoe and Lily's great, great, great grandfather. Yeah. He told me something that stuck to my brain. You know, many, 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 many years before he died. And he goes, the rich rule everything. And the, how do you put it? The rich rules everything. And the medium pays for everything. And the poor is to keep the, the middle class in line. Yeah. Because I don't want to be that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just kind of a... a, a if you really sit and think about it, that's that's deep as fuck. Yeah. That's deep. It's true, though. Yeah, it's true. Back to what I was saying about whole racist thing. Okay, so yeah, I don't know Donald Trump's race, like I said, or not. But I still wouldn't vote for him because I don't believe in the shit that he's saying. But then you look at Hillary, and everybody forgets that she, not too long ago, was supporting the KKK. Yeah, right. Yeah. But they're all forgetting about that. Like, oh, she's a wonderful person. Like, I just don't like her. I really don't. I was excited when I first found out there's like a woman going to be running president. Like, that's so cool. Like, like last time she tried to get presidency. Uh-huh. She's like killed it for me. There's got to be someone better than this woman. There has to be. She's just a shady ass shit. You know, the, the funny thing is, is again, just, just go ahead and bring Bill back one more time. Yeah. Let, let him just clean it up one more time and we'll call it scissors. And I know and well, for people, you. Well, people were always saying that, you know, he was, that she was behind everything he was doing. I don't think that's true now. I look at re like, well, she, in retrospect, unless, yeah. I don't know, maybe because it was a different time back then, but. Well, and again, I, I, I said this while you were off my, before you were asleep, before you got on, I said that Bill Clinton is my favorite president. Yeah. 
In the eight years that he had, he cleaned up the deficit. We didn't have a deficit at all. Unemployment was at its all-time low. You know, the economy was high. Everything that you want in the in your country, mm-hmm. he had set and done. And the worst thing he did was fucking Monica Lewinsky. I can live with that. You know? Right. Yeah, an affair. Do you blame him? I don't blame him. No. I did have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> I banged the shit out of her and I wrecked her with a cigar. <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> if he did come back. I love, the, I, love, no, I love the way they portrayed him on Family Guy. He gets in the limousine with all the fat girls. Yeah. He's like the first one to have a bead of sweat, bead of sweat rolling to their butt crack wind. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It was funny. It's funny. I love that one. But, I mean, so there is a bit of hope that if Hillary gets it, that her politics and Bill's politics are so close together, hopefully she will do a good job. Hopefully. I don't know. That's scary, though. Hopefully. That is scary. What exactly does she believe in? What exactly does she want to happen? That's nobody a, really knows. That's why I don't vote ever. Well, because nobody knows. Nobody knows. I yeah, mean, but at least if they, ha- like yeah. they say something. I, I'm telling you, people, those people that are like the diehard, diehard like Hillary, like oh she says what she wants. I'm telling you, she's changed her views so yeah. many times. Yeah, it's just like it's scary, you know. They both scare me. There is no lesser of the two evils. Like no, like I said, that's why I refuse to vote. Um, to be completely honest with everybody out there, before Hillary won the Democratic nomination. If Bernie had won the nomination, I would have voted for Bernie Sanders. That's who. Well, I a lot of people liked him, so I don't yeah. understand, even understand. I remember when it was going on; a lot of people liked him. A lot of people had tons of supporters. Hey, but you knew where he stood. You knew yeah. what he is. So I don't understand how he didn't get it. Yeah. Is everything pre-set up? They already know who's going to win already. Like he that. ran out. He ran out of money. Is, oh, what, is that it was. what it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But well, we know that Hillary's rich already, so yeah. Because he had um, a lot of celebrities backing him, mm-hmm. but the money dried up. Yeah, but the money dried up. But for uh, Hillary, Hillary has corporations that are backing her. Yeah. yeah. So, but even at that, her husband's been rich forever. Like he has a mansion in Arkansas he lived in. Right. And it, it's just, I don't know. And that's funny you bring that up because someone had. Had, was saying something about that, and I just kind of passed it over at the gym. But I wonder, I wonder if it is set up. I wonder if it's already predetermined. You know, I believe it's predetermined. Did you see that thing? How Melania Trump totally copied Obama's speech? No, what happened? Yeah, she really? she did a speech, yeah. and it was really really similar. It was like totally similar. Really, and I'm like, this is like plagiarism straight up yes i know that because oh, i guess obama plagiarized a speech before i didn't know this i don't because i didn't like pay attention to politics back then oh yeah yeah back in like 2008 yeah. he, he and yeah. they're like well you know everything's so one-sided all the all obama supporters are like well you know uh he apologized that and he owned up to it. melania is not owning up to it okay it's still plagiarism either way, so they're both they're both wrong. Right. Yeah. But then, well, is it does it make them wrong, or does it make their <laughs> political writer wrong? Well, I guess, I don't know. If they don't. If they know about it, then they're wrong. Right. Yeah. You know. And she, I think she, I think she plagiarized her speech. I really believe that. A lot of people are like, no, it was just really similar. It was almost word for word. It was almost word for word. I read. Everything. It wasn't inspired by. That was plagiarism. No, that was- now, what is her stand? Because you know, all the first ladies have stand. Well, that that's well, they call her the silent part- partner. That's her nickname. Yeah, because this is the first time she ever spoke out ever. Really? Yeah. I don't remember what she said. It was the same as I think Michelle Obama said a long time ago. I don't know. Now, I know that like Michelle Obama, her lifelong thing while being the first lady was to eliminate sugar. Yeah. Okay, that that's her thing. I wonder what now. That's interesting. I just thought that if if Hillary wins, does that make Bill the first lady, or does that the make first man? The first man. Him, yeah. The very first man. Yeah, the very first first man. Yep. But 
It's pretty cool to be the president and the and the first man both. Think yeah. about that. I know they're not their their relationship isn't even real, but that's the point. You know that they're just married for just to be married that they're not together. Come on. No, in fact, I I watched the documentary. This was way back in the nineties. Um, what was it? Maybe it might have been HBO or something. This was even before I met Lacey. I think I was still in high school when I watched this documentary. <laughs> is that um, Hillary and Bill are business partners. There was never a... A real relationship. Uh, yeah, because they, they say that she was um, LBGT or whatever they yeah. call it. But anyway, they were business partners. They're like, okay, we'll set you up. Bill will go in as president first, and then Hillary will go in, and they'll set it up, and, and they'll make the whole you know look. And, and in fact, they even had the kid to make have that look, but that's why they only had one kid. And everything, it, and it was never about love between those two. It was always business. Well, you can tell. Yeah, I've never thought they were even when I was a little girl. I'm like, that's just weird, you know? Right. Their relationship is not normal. Being a little girl, I didn't realize that because it just looked weird. It just, yeah, it, it, it seemed very robotic. Yeah. yeah. Like they were going through the motions. But back to the thing, so the, the plagiarism thing. So I'm like yeah, reading, reading the comments, and I agree that it was plagiarism, but oh my God, here comes the Michelle Obama supporter. They said she's <laughs> the best first lady ever, better than Eleanor Roosevelt. I'm like, what? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, what? No, she is. Not, you know, she's done some good stuff, you know, not to say she hasn't. She kind of annoys me sometimes, but she has done a lot of things for like, well, she's, she's had a lot of ideas, I'll say, because a lot of stuff that she's supposed to do went uh -huh. right out of the drain. Right. I watched a documentary about this. All that food, school food reform. Uh -huh. She tried. She really did try, but it all went up, it went out the window because when it came to big business. She couldn't. No, because, okay, they, they, when her thing that she did is it makes them serve you, they have to be served two, um, two servings of vegetables at lunch at school. And there's different guidelines. Well, did you know that 70% of all school lunches are prepared or bought from the Swan Company? Really? Yes. And the Swan Company owns like Red Baron Pizza. They own all these different things. So all that school pizza, unless it's coming from like Pizza Hut or whatever, it's uh -huh. from the Swan Company. Well, they got involved and they're like, well, you know, tomato sauce is a vegetable. So all that got, all their food got put back into the thing, you know, because there's vegetables in there, tomato sauce, potatoes or vegetables. Yeah. So she did try, but but what's she going to do against the big business? Right. She's just the first lady. She, she can't really fight them because that's where they're, that's all the million, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's all intertwined. So, and then, like, on top of that, they're like, well, we can't force them to eat this stuff. They have options. They can pick the healthier option, but it, it really didn't do much as much, people, as much as people think it did. Well, the, the thing is, is, like, <laughs> when I think of school lunch, I think of, like, school lunch in France. Have you seen that? Yes, oh, I have. God, it's beautiful. Yes. That's that's what I would like to see our kids. Yeah. That would be so nice to know your child's going to school and they're getting fresh vegetables. Salad. I never got salad when I was in school. No. Like Zoe, she loves salad. Some kids actually love salad. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Fresh vegetables, salad, grilled chicken. <laughs> Everything I ever got at school lunch was microwaved. It was processed, yeah. Processed chicken nuggets, processed hamburger patty. Processed rib little rib patties. Not they weren't good because they were, but it's just so unhealthy. I love <laughs> those little rib things that they execute at school. The barbecue sandwich. Yeah, is what they call it, the barbecue sandwich. And that's that's the thing with me is, and they make it so like I would prefer the kids to have home homemade lunches. Oh yeah. Yes. I'm sure when Zoe goes to school, you're gonna I'll have to pack her lunch because yeah. I don't want her eating that crap at school. Well, even at that, Jaden, Jaden stopped eating their lunch, and he would come home starving because he just wouldn't eat their lunch. And he was like, "It tastes weird." I can't tell him no. You have to eat it. If yeah. It, if if he's saying it tastes weird, it doesn't taste right. Yeah. You're gonna, uh, you know. Yeah. You're gonna say, "Go ahead, okay. You don't yeah. have to eat it." If it, it, you know, I'm not gonna make anybody taste eat anything if it tastes weird. Yeah, yeah. No. And it's especially it's, my own well, kid. Most <laughs> kids don't even eat school lunch anymore. No, they don't, they'll they'll go without because it's so gross. Yeah. And you know, a lot of kids, their parents aren't welfare, and they, 
I'm sure they get food stamps, but you know they're going to spend it or whatever. Not all kids are like that. Some people actually send their kids lunches, but from what I've seen, a lot of kids don't eat anything because this, the school lunch is so gross. That's sad. And it's gotten worse. It hasn't gotten better. Michelle Obama really did try to make the lunches better. She tried try to reform it. But it's not in effect anywhere that I've seen. Maybe in other places, other states. Right. But, you know, and like they said, oh, the kids have, well, in, in elementary school, you really don't have a choice what you eat. Whatever they give is what you give you. When you get in high school, in your high school, they have all these burritos and all the shit that you can pick from. And people are going to pick that. They're not going to pick the lunch. Right. Now, here in California, if you want anything other than their, whatever their lunches, you have to pay for it. But some states aren't like that. Some states actually give them, like, this or you can get a burrito. They, they give you, or a slice of pizza. They give you options. Are you kidding me? When I went to El Dorado, uh, there were so many kids. Because I told you when I went to El Dorado, lunch was after school. Yeah. Which is I think weird. Because I had never fucking heard of that in yeah, history of time. If you yeah. want to eat, you can stay and eat or you can go home. School got out really? at 1245. Yeah. Isn't that lunch, weird? Yeah. Lunch was uh, after that late. Wasn't that the prison one? No. Awesome. That was Chaparral. Oh, Chaparral is a women's prison? Yeah. Chaparral was a women's prison. Before the, it began with school? Yeah. yeah. In, in the 60s or something. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but in El Dorado... They literally, nobody wanted to eat the school lunch so much that the kids would literally go off campus and they come back to school. If they had labor class, they come back to school with food because Wendy's was right down the street, right? Of course. And uh, a lot of the teachers and like the faculty and stuff, uh-huh. they got together and what they did was uh, every day they would make different different things. Some days they'd have taquitos, some days they'd have tacos, homemade, fresh, you know. Uh, pico de gallo and little lemons and things in yeah. it. Yeah, wrapped up in foil. Uh, enchiladas. That's good. Hamburgers and uh, chicken wings and stuff like that. They would make all that stuff themselves, and they'd have the crock pot right there or the slow cooker. That's sad. Right yeah. No, it, it was. Isn't that right, sad that they had to right, do that? Yeah. Yeah. Cause check it out. Okay. Right here's the lunch lines. Right, and they're coming down like this, and the cafeteria is back this way, and. That way is the courtyard. Coming back this way, when you come in the doors, that is where the main office was. Well, they would have a table right here in front of the main office. Uh-huh. So they would sit in front of the main office on their lunch and, and break. And hand out And food. hand out food, yeah. That's sad. Mind you, mind you, you had to pay for well, it, they, they probably, but it was so cheap, you could get four tacos for a dollar. They probably tried to go in through the school and change the lunch. Well, they'd have to pay for it, because they'd have to be able to get the money to put back to keep making it. Yeah. Let me tell you, so many, so many of those kids ate that stuff that they were able to do it every single day until the end That's of the year. Good. I got one for you. Hesperia High School, 1994. You go up to the top building, right next to the bathroom. There was a portable building. You walked into it. It was Taco Bell. What? What? Yes. What? what? Yes. We had a Taco Bell. Well, I'm sure that ended rather quickly. Oh yeah. Well, it lasted. Well, I was there for the year. But um, while I was there, oh, I'm saying I'm sure I'm sure it ended like into the going into like the 2000s actually ended because you know like no Taco Bell, no soda. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, that's that's uh, because mom used to give me X amount of money. I can't remember what it was now, but I would take half of it. I'd buy one burrito and one medium soda and put the rest away for comic books. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I would have Taco Bell every day for lunch. I can honestly say that when I went to high school here at Valley High School. I loved their lunch. I di- I couldn't get I w- I didn't apply for the not apply but I didn't qualify for the free lunch. Right. Was their free lunch looked nasty anyway? But like they had the best like selection of food that you could buy, and I used to always get a salad. It was a turkey salad, and it was huge, and it was like two dollars. It was like nice. It had like tomatoes and everything in it. It was like I looked forward to that lunch every day because I love salad. I've always loved salad, but. I, and it's funny because a lot of people actually got the salads. Believe it or not, you think that like people would all get the pizza, the chimichang. Their chimichangas were freaking bomb, though. Let me tell you, they were good. But I like the salad because it's, it gives you a lot of food. It's healthier. Uh-huh. Yeah. But their chimichangas were teeny tiny, and they were the same price. Tiny. They were good. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of people actually got the salads in school. In uh, down the hill, when I went to Curtis Middle School, mm-hmm. they had the best salad. I had ever eaten in my life. And that's all I ate for lunch. That's all I had was salad. their salad and the, the blue cheese and the soda or, or like the snapple or something. And it was so good. But it was actually, you know, 
you could see them in in the back. They would you know cut up the lettuce and yeah. cut up the ham. It wasn't and, just a bag salad, right? It was something good. Yeah, and it's like it's funny because when I was in junior high school, we didn't have a food option either. When I was in junior high school, like you know how like the ones do now. Yeah, we had the free lunch or little or Pizza Hut. That's all we had the option of. Really? Every single day they had Pizza. Hut. They, they had many Pizza Hut would bring drop off uh, pan pizzas. Yeah. And for a dollar fifty, you get a pan pizza and a can of soda, which is, you couldn't beat that. Well, when I went to Hesperia Junior High, um, there was no option at all. It was neither you brought Whatever. your own food yeah. or or school food. That was that's, it. That's weird because every school that I went to. Well, middle schools and, and high school. Well, I was going to say, you got to think. When I was in junior high, that was, what was that, 1989? Yeah. So it was still in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, every school that I've been to, they've uh, they've always had an option. Like, well, now they, well, now they make or, money off of that now. Oh, yeah. Well, they'd always get, you know, Papa John's or Domino's or Pizza Hut, pizza, and, and they'd get I, just I will honestly tell you that. But they'd get pizza, the nasty shit, too. Well, yeah. yeah. School pizza... Well, uh-huh. because they every Friday they give every school I think does this every Friday they give you pizza, pizza. right? Yeah, that has literally like I like pizza, but that has burnt me out on pepperoni pizza because uh-huh. I used to love pizza. I'm just like, Ugh. and like especially at the middle school I was at, you literally had to eat their nasty ass lunch or a pan pizza every day. That's all the options there were. There was nothing else to choose from. I wish, I, well, not wish, but sometimes when, especially when you talk about school food, it it really makes me want and just. Everything in general is just like pack up and move to Italy or France, like you yeah. said. You know, um, in fact, a guy I know, uh, he was a nurse. He worked over at Desert Valley Hospital. He was an RN. And um, fuck, what was his name? I know it was John. John something. John Johnson. Uh, <laughs> John Cena. John Cena. But anyway, he he was a Mormon, so he did those, whatever they call them, you know, where you go around and help people. His missions? Yeah. Well, he ended up going to Italy, like Tuscany, Italy, mm. where it's like supposed to be the most gorgeous place in the, in the world is Tuscany. Yeah. Anyway, he spent his time in Tuscany, and uh, when it was time for him to come back home, he's like, nah, that's good. <laughs> he's like, I'm staying here forever. Yeah, and as of right now, I believe he still lives there. Wow. That's how nice Tuscany, Italy is. That's crazy. I believe it. You know, and <clears throat> anywhere has got to be better than this hellhole. No, that's not necessarily true, but there's always somewhere worse. I'm talking about climate. There's always somewhere worse. Because it's a hard yeah, desert. Why? Life, life, California. <laughs> Satan's armpit. Yeah, yeah Satan's <laughs> armpit. Even in the winter time, it's 104. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's a never dull, never a dull moment here. But, <laughs> but it's seriously. Well, I mean, you've got Netflix and and all that, so you 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 could cover your your American TV watching and internet. You could still, you know, you'd have all your English stuff live. Nice. Mm. Yeah. yeah. A Italy. lot of these people watch a lot of English stuff, though, too, so... I'm daydreaming. <laughs> it's fantasizing. I I, I know this sounds stupid, but I after I seen... And it's not even... It's a chick flick. It's a total chick flick. Lacey made me watch it. When I first got it, I didn't want to watch it, but oh. she made me watch it. It was Under the Tuscan Sun. I think I've seen that, but it's not, I'm not really like... A, She's not a girly. I don't like love stories unless it's something like Twilight. <laughs> no. I mean, other than the fact that the, the lead actor was hot, it really that's all I watched it for, for the, for the bod. There was nothing else. The story was horrible. But it, it was a good story, and it was about a chick who... The chick was a writer, so that was kind of the first thing. Her husband cheats on her, so she decides that she's going to go and spend a vacation in Tuscany. She ends up buying a house there, and she loves it there, and from what I did, because I did a little research, and there's shots. A lot of the shots were actually done in Tuscany. So that what I was, what, what you see on the screen is what was actually was there. there. Oh yeah. my god, it's just gorgeous. That's it was, the same thing. It was Diane Lane. That's it, Diane Lane. Yeah. There's one thing I, I mean, I know she's been a lot of movies. The only thing I, I, the main thing I ever remember her from is that she was in uh, The Outsiders. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um Yeah, that that's a that was a good that was a good movie, but that ever since then that's that's where my attraction to Tuscany came from. See like I don't really have a desire to go to like I mean I I'd like to go there just to see it, but like I just want to go visit all the Assassin's Creed spots. I want to go to, like, I know, right? So cool. I want to go to, like, Korea. The good Korea, not the bad Korea. <laughs> and Japan. She wants to go dance. I want to go to Ireland. Dang. Well, I think after the kids <laughs> are all grown and moved out, I'll, I'll spend a year in each place. So I'll go live in Japan for a year, and then I'll go to Tuscany and live there are for a year. Are you kidding me? We all better get real skinny and real short. I have a friend on in their beds. They have in Japan. They're like this big. On Facebook, and he goes to Japan like every other month. Is he is he part Japanese? No, he's Michael Silvero. Oh, okay. yeah. He. If he, I went to Japan, I need like five thousand dollars. I'm gonna buy everything I see. He works put for in a, a suitcase. big name company. He's a he's a, he's a he's one of the guys that runs the blood tests and figures out all the molecules and shit. Really? Yeah, he's one of them. So he's got money, like, out the ass. He's a guy that has a big-ass Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I want to go to Japan so bad. <laughs> I want to buy everything they have. Me too. Gundams and I just want to I just want a Gundam style. I just want to take style. the big-ass fucking RX-78 that they have sitting in fucking Japan Times Square. I want to go to the freaking, like, cafe to have Final Fantasy there. That takes months. You know, speaking of Japan, <gasps> because I, I still have... Um, Lost in Translation, which is one of my favorite movies of, mm. of all time. I love that movie. Boomer, right. And then I realized why it's one of my favorite movies in the whole world. Because it's in Japan. It takes place in Japan. <laughs> I never, it never clicked. I mean, there was other parts to it that I, yeah. I could understand, you know, as far as like the character having to make a responsive or make a decision on his responsibility or his happiness kind of thing. I, I totally yeah. understood that. But the whole drawing was the fact that it was from Japan, and I never it never clicked. So, yeah, that, I never even thought about that until recently. I was rewatching it. He had an epiphany. I still love that movie. That was such a good movie. <laughs> no, I, I still have yet to see it all the way through. It is a good movie. Um. So back to the politics. You're not going to vote this year. No, probably not. I say, this is what I say. I say we go because, you know, you can go to the ballot and you can actually write in a nominee. Stanley. Stanley, <laughs> yes. We're all going to put Stan the Manly. Yes. <laughs> It'd be like, you know, X amount for Trump, X amount for Clinton, three votes for Stanley. <laughs> And Stanley's going to be sitting at home like, I didn't know I was running, but Excelsior! Right? <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> For how old he is, man, he has such charisma. Other than that, he's like... He's like one of those people like, he never got old. He ne he, no, no, no. He's still a kid at heart for like ever. That's how I want to be. Yeah, even though he's going... He's pushing 100, he's still a kid. Yeah. It's okay. When, when, uh, when they do this... This Brian Cranston Stanley story. It's gonna be amazing. I know. God. <clears throat> Is that happening? I hope. It was a fan made picture, but you know how they go with fan made pictures? I know. You know how yeah. they made they made all those fan made Deadpool things and then yeah. they started working on it and then uh, Ryan Reynolds leaked the freaking the Deadpool footage. Yeah, I remember we talked about that. Yeah. They gotta give this man a story like a they need to give like do the life story of Stan Lee. To put, on, put it on the big screen. Come on, they he has enough fans. They yeah. do it about people who don't even fucking matter. Stanley <laughs> changed the world. I know. He, he did. did. He really did. But it needs to be like a big screen, not like a little, you know, the little made-for-TV movies. I want it to be like on the big screen. I will go watch that, put like main stars in it, whatever. Right. Yeah. I, and I just, and I how the fact that like he's been married to Joni for since like 1930? Forever? Yeah. I mean, seriously, I think they... No, I don't think they do 30. That's not right. It's, it was, not that long ago, but they've been married forever. Yeah, I know they've been married for like 70 years. Yeah. 70, 75 years. 
that that's a testament of love. Yeah. To be married to somebody. I mean, they're both still alive, obviously. Yeah. But, and they're, they're 75 years. That's something. That's yeah. goals right there. Relationship yeah. goals. That is. Holy shit, yeah. To be a, a person that changed the world that much and then be married for... He's almost been married as long as he was writing comic books. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is if it wasn't for Joni, his wife, Marvel Comics would have never been created. Really? Joni, because he was, before Marvel Comics came, Stan was getting ready to quit comic books. He was done. He was tired of writing the, the love romance. He was tired of writing the, the, the Kid Cassidy uh, cowboy comics and all mm-hmm. that shit. And she's like, well, if you're going to quit, why don't you just write that story you've been talking about for years? Just write it and throw it out there and see what happens. That story was the Fantastic Four. And then, boom. Yep. Excelsior! <laughs> and you know how old he was when that happened? Oh. Um, 40. 40. He was 40 years old when it blew up. Yeah. And, and he's still humble today. Yeah. That's amazing. All right, kids, I am going to have to break this son bitch down into possibly, well, I know, at least two parts. But uh, we kept it going for the duration, so there's going to be a lot of stuff that I'm going to cut out. We're already at, like, the one hour and 45-minute mark. So I might actually be able to break it down into three episodes. I don't know. Two for sure. Yeah. Um, so this, I know, like I said, this will be a double feature. But we just... We originally, this was going to be a daily, and then uh, we got into some good conversation. Like I had to wake up. I wish I would woke up earlier, man. Yeah, we were, we we're were into it. Um, I think if you ever want to bring this back up, we can always talk about it. I mean, we do politics all day. Well, it's not really politics. I say it's, it's, it's. I don't consider it politics. I just consider it like everyday stuff that people want to forget about. You know. Right. Well. It's everyday stuff that people don't pay attention to. That's what true. it really is. Because if you think about it, if you actually sat down and think about it, the only people that actually sit down and think about anything are fucking potheads. That's okay? true. It, it really is. Like, they do nothing but get <coughs> high and they think of, like, the most Deep philosophical thoughts. shit that you would ever, you would never think anybody could do. Yeah. And it, it turns out some of the shit is, like, right. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I mean, and, I, I'm glad that you did wake up. We got to talk about, you know, especially the food part because that's where you're heavily involved. Yeah. And I mean, for you, you've changed that part of my life dramatically. I mean, I I don't even feel like the same person I did last year. That's good. Honestly, I don't. I feel like physically, I feel a lot different. Yeah. Well, yeah, fuck. Like I was gonna say mentally, mentally, I feel different too, but. But yeah, that's because of the eating habits and you know the healthy eating and all that. Um, so I was glad that you woke up and we'd be able to carry on and get into it. But if you ever want to bring it back up, I'm always game. All right, all right, kids, that's it for this time. Uh, come back next week. This is it. Uh, let's see what are we at? Episode one thirty three, I think something like that. Anyway. For this episode, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. And if you're not in for Trump or Clinton or Bernie or anything else that we've been talking about for the last almost two hours, then you might be seeing red. See you next time. Welcome to Seeing Red. Say we didn't warn you.